Greetings and salutations. It's your boy, DJ Funky T, a.k.a. Fraggle Rock, a.k.a. Mr. Glenn Tucker, a.k.a. Brother Tucker, coming to you live from the Funky Funky Vibes podcast. Once again, welcome to another exciting episode. This episode is brought to you by 5050 Music and Sony Music, Sony Music Orchid, and BMG, I believe. Don't get, don't quote me on that one. All right. Today's guest is a long, long friend of mine, long time friend of mine. <laughs> Not only is he one of Bermuda's most prolific entertainers. Not only is he one of Bermuda's ambassadors for the, uh, I'm going to probably pronounce, say the wrong letters, LGBT community. No, look. Yes. He, I got that correct? Because I always trip over my tongue when L- I say that. I got it right? The, LGB, the LGBTQ community. Okay. LGBTQ community. I keep forgetting the Q. Yeah. Are there any other ladders? <laughs> that's it. <laughs> that's it? Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, yeah. it is my great pleasure to introduce to you the one and only Mark Anderson, a.k.a. Miss Sybil Barrington, a.k.a. the Queen of Bermuda, Mark yeah. Anderson, everybody. Welcome, Mark. <laughs> Welcome, Sybil, to well, the Funky Vibes podcast. Well, thank you so much. Thank you so much. It's an honor to be okay. here. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank you. When I started this podcast, yeah. um, you were one of the very first people that I wanted to get on this podcast. Wow. Yeah, because um, because when I was, was a young photographer, you were one of the very first people to see my skill level and you allowed me to be at your shows and, and take pictures and I will be forever grateful for that. Thank you very yeah. much. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> that is very appreciative. Yes. That is very appreciative. Yeah. Um, yes. So, Mark, I know you got your. Um, I know you have something going on with your. You have an upcoming event, and um, we'll get into that later. Okay. Um, I believe your event is called. I want to say it's called the, not necessarily Miss Bermuda Beauty Pageant. That's correct. Is that correct? Or is that pageant? Yes. That is correct. Okay. <clears throat> We're going to yes. get into that later. We, we will promote that. Um, okay. Um, I know you're doing something with Miss Thing. I believe you're doing the influential, was it Miss Thing or um, can't remember? The influential Shining Stars of Star Bermuda. Bermuda. Yes, I know you're doing that as well. We'll get into that later. But yes. my question to you, Mark, when did you first have get the bug to be an entertainer where do i get the bug yes when did you first get it? i mean what? how how long have you wanted to be i mean you are a great entertainer when when were when at what stage did you realize that you wanted to be an entertainer primary school <sighs> well to be honest um to be honest um at one point in my life, 
um, <coughs> I really wasn't really focused on uh, being an entertainer. It never really, really crossed my mind. Um, my earliest memory, uh, it was all about just basically, uh, you know, dressing up and having fun with it. Um, and, and what I mean by that is, is that, you know, going back to when, you know, Halloween was, was Halloween in Bermuda where people were having a lot of costume parties, um, a lot of events, you know, to, um, you know, at different venues and it was a island wide. Then it became like, you know, the best dress costume and, you know, depending on you know, what they were looking for as far as the costume. That's where it pretty much started for me. Um, and I was just having fun with it. You know, real, real fun. At that time, if you remember, they had the show, the um, Tom's, Tomkins uh, uh, Follies, Greg Thompson's Follies, yes. um, going on in Bermuda at that time at the Hampton Princess, as well as the Southampton Princess. Yes. And I was, I had become friends with some of the cast and pretty much that's when it started to sort of come into play. Okay. Um, on one particular evening, they had a <laughs> costume night. Yeah. Where people can come in different costumes and, and, and I came in a costume and ended up on stage. And the people um, that was part of the team of the Greg Thompson's Follies, um, they came to me afterwards and they said, my goodness, you was one of the very few people that was actually on stage. And we can see the stage presence, the charisma. You know, you have a lot of stage presence. And I was sort of like in shock. And I was like, me have stage presence? <laughs> <laughs> You know, and, and and pretty much, you know, it went in one ear practically and, and went out the other. It wasn't until then I went to the United States on vacation and some friends of mine, you know, um, were saying they wanted to go see this show down in the village uh, in New York. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. But I never knew what type of show it was. It wasn't until when we got there and you know this beautiful uh woman came out and i was like oh and then it was like it took me a few minutes for me to realize that she was you know she was actually uh, an impersonator uh -huh. and i was like it you know intrigued me i was excited i was like oh my goodness i never saw anything so beautiful and i was like during the show i was like i could do that <laughs> All right. <laughs> I could do that. <clears throat> and I had said it to my friends, and my friends all looked at me like, You could do what? I said, I think I could do that. <laughs> so at the end of the night, um, at the show, they had announced that they were doing a um a a drag contest. And and it was it was two nights later, because I, I we went on a Tuesday night and the contest was on the Thursday night, and and everybody looked at me and said, "Okay, bitch, 
Excuse me. Um, no, this, this is a podcast. Okay. You, 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 could, you, you could curse on there as a podcast. It's no problem. Oh, okay. They yeah. said, okay. Um, you know, you said you could do it. Well, hey. Okay, now you have your chance. So I was like, okay. So um, I, this is when, um, you know, a lot of the stores that were open way back at that, at that time and mm -hmm. I went shopping, went to the cheapest, cheapest stores, you know, got an outfit together and came back on the Thursday and did Gloria Gaynor. Okay. And this is when Mayor Koch was the uh, uh, mayor of New York. And I just started talking about things that was happening in New York at the time. Um, didn't realize that I can actually talk on a mic and stuff. All this was pretty new to me because you had to do the contest. Yes. And um, and then, um, you know, while I was on stage, apparently um, they went back and summons the the owner of the club who never used to come out and <laughs> and watch the shows and said, "Listen, you need to come out and see this Bermuda Triangle Queen, um, you know, on the stage. You really need to see her." Um, next thing I know, after it was all said and done, um, I was welcomed, I, I was summoned to his office. And, um, and the man was like, you know, what is your name and where are you from and what part of the Bermuda Triangle are you from and <laughs> all of this triangle stuff. And I just said, listen, I'm not from the triangle. I'm from a beautiful country called Bermuda. And this is when Eastern Airlines was flying, uh -huh. Eastern Airlines, and um, as well as Pan American. And they were like, oh, my goodness, I ended up winning the contest. But what I didn't realize is that it was a $500 cash prize. You got the first $250 that night, uh -huh. and then you had to come back on the Sunday and 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 that's when they paid you the other two fifty to um, do that particular show on the Sunday, and then they paid you another two hundred and fifty dollars once you finished. Oh, okay. So for that week, I made what seven hundred and fifty dollars. <throat> Not bad. Not bad. Especially back then, that's a yeah. lot of money back then, right? That was a lot of money, and so anyway. Uh, from me doing the Thursday night and the Sunday show, they then said to me, listen, um, you know, because they, they love us. I know they, they were having me come back every weekend to do the afternoon tea party on Sundays at this particular club. Yes. And the club went from uh, having like just under 75 people to over uh, 3,000. Wow. In a matter of weeks. Wow. Because the word got out, you need to come see this Bermuda Queen. Okay. Yeah, and that's how it all started for me. <clears throat> wow. Wow. Congratulations. And at that time, as you know, yeah. at that time, as you know, Pan American was having flights, round trip. You could leave on the Friday, come back either on the Sunday or the Monday yes. for $99, round trip. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so he was paying for all of that. Wow, 
Nice, nice. Yeah. Real nice, real nice. Yes, yes. Okay. And then, yeah. So, okay, so you... And then from there... Uh-huh. And then from there, um, as time went along, um, you know, um, which came much, much later, um, I came into a group which was called The Illusions, mm-hmm. and it was four of us. And at that point, um, uh, I was forced uh, to do Patti LaBelle. I was forced to do Patti LaBelle. <clears throat> I became a forced to do Patti LaBelle. Why were you forced to do Patti LaBelle? I was forced to do Patti LaBelle. Mm-hmm. Um, because um, I was, well, when we formed the group, yes. we were now getting more into the uh, straight scene, like the straight clubs, the straight theaters and stuff. Gotcha. And we were built, we were building more of a character uh, yes. uh, yes. lookalike. And, and of course, everyone had to take on a lookalike character. And because I was the one that looked more like her, I I had to take on Pat LaBelle. and okay. it was a it was a character that um, I wasn't ready for. I didn't even prepare for it. Yeah. Needless to say, I told them I needed six months. They said no. Um, we're giving you three weeks. <laughs> they threw you into the fire. <laughs> I was I was forced. Um, I had to go home. I had to look at the videos. I had to study her. Yes. I was I was intimidated. I was scared. I was frightened because Pat LaBelle, I mean, as you know, huh? Why were you frightened? Because um in the gay world yes. in the gay world, yes. um when you impersonate a character, it was all about perfection. It was all about on point. Yes. It was all about you had to be on point. You could not miss a beat. You had to create and look just like the character. Okay. And it was all about, you know, the look. It was all about being, you know, the realness and bringing it to the floor. Yes. Then it came to the straight community. There were things that you can do and get over. Yes. Because the straight people just appreciated the performance. But not when it came to the gay um, community. They will read you if you didn't come correct. Gotcha. And that was the scary that was the scary part for me. <clears throat> gotcha, 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 gotcha. Yes. They were vicious. The gay community can be very vicious when they're ready because when it came to, you know, um because remember all gay men, uh-huh. we are lot women we put women on the highest pedestal yeah. so when you are uh, uh coming into play and you need to look you know look exactly like that woman you mm-hmm. need to pay attention <laughs> so you have to be on point you have to be on point oh yeah got you got you got you got you got you you have to be got on you. point got you. so if i yes. if i want to look like um say angelina jolie I have to be definitely on Angelina Jolie when I step on that stage. Basically, that's what you're saying. Yes, you have to create. You have to create the illusion. Gotcha. You have to create gotcha. the illusion. You have to create the illusion where when people see you mm-hmm. for that first 
10 to what 15 seconds yes they need to be like well all right bitch mm -hmm. got you got you got <laughs> where they get into it got you got you got you got you yeah wow. you can't be half step yeah. wow okay yes oh wow okay very cool very cool so now yes. you've done the stage show you're in the group um, yes obviously some kind of fame or infamous infamacy is coming with this now um yes who are some of the famous people that you actually met oh wow it's been so many um well i met patty labelle yes um i met patty labelle on how was that several how, how was that how was that you knew you impersonate patty labelle you're now seeing her face to face Yes. How was that interaction? The first time, the first time that I actually met Patty Bell uh -huh. was in the early nineties. I met her at the Apollo Theater. Okay. And um, she was doing a concert at the Apollo Theater, and this is when I was doing a review at the Cotton Club, uh -huh. as well as the Jezebels in the Midtown Manhattan as well as B. Smith's on okay. uh, 8th Avenue, and mm -hmm. I believe it's 49th or 50th Street, I think it was. Yeah. Um, also the, um, uh, oh my goodness, uh, the Supper Club. Yes. Um, I was also doing um, uh, Copeland's Restaurant in Harlem, mm -hmm. and also uh, Sylvia's. Okay. Uh, on 125th Street, I okay. was doing um, these reviews. Um, and I was doing Pelle Bell. And this is the time that my manager, um, Clarice Taylor, who was the actress on the uh, Bill Cosby show, um, she was acted as Bill Cosby's mother. She okay. was my manager at the time. Oh, wow. And okay. for the group. Yes, okay. Yes. Yeah. And she was my group uh, in the group. So um, we, her and I, and a few others, um, we went to the Apollo Theater to see Pelle Bell. I was sitting in the first row, uh -huh. and I was like, you know, she came out. I just sat there, kept looking at her and whatever. I, I, I was scared to get up to acknowledge her in the sense of. You know, because this was my first time, I didn't know how she was going to react. <laughs> yes. And throughout the show, at one point, she, you know, um, she, uh, you know, I got her attention, uh -huh. and she she looked and she she says, "Oh, who's this uh, person sitting over there looking like Pelle Bell?" <laughs> and um, you know, she called me up, and I was like me and she was like yes you and i sort of like held back a little uh. and because i didn't know what she was gonna say and <laughs> i just walked up to her and you know and she said um what is your name and i said my name is sybil and she was like oh you look nice i was like well thank you you know <laughs> um she says um where are you from and i said i'm from bermuda uh. And she said, Bermuda. And I was like, yes, I'm from Bermuda. And she was like, you know, um, you really look nice. She says, you 
you're really, um, you know, you're really giving me the biggest compliment. I was like, well, thank you. you know? <laughs> I said, I hope I, I said, I hope that I'm not disappointing you. And she says, no, 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 you are not disappointing me. She says, she says, listen, ladies and gentlemen, um, I'm just meeting Sybil for the first time. But um, as a, as a, um, as you see, she's an impersonator. She's impersonating me. And this is the best um, um, compliment that any celebrity uh, can get when someone impersonates you. She says, because when I die and I move on, I will always live on through people like Sybil. Nice. And I was Real proud. Nice. I was like, I was, I was really proud. I was nervous. Um, I was still nervous. Um, I was <clears throat> cringing, you know, because I was still in the presence of this woman. I didn't want to say nothing and do nothing to upset her. And, um, and basically that was it. So that was like one of my first of many, many experiences with Ted LaBelle. Nice, nice, nice. Now, what did, did now, yeah. now your other experiences, <laughs> were you able to like hang with her, just chill with her and stuff like that? Well, no, um, that didn't come to much, much later. Um, and what I mean by that, it wasn't like, you know, we always hung out or nothing like that. Oh. It's just that the more times that I went to see her in concerts, yes. the more time that she was doing things, um, you know, like, um, uh, you know, advertising, promoting, I should say, yes. her yes. fragrances, her makeups and gotcha. things, gotcha. I would show up. Yeah. I will show up. There were times that I was hired as a decoy. Okay. Whereas um, if she had stalkers that were stalking her, <clears throat> they would hire me to be at different events. Whereas they'll have me on similar clothing of hers. Yes. And I would be surrounded, surrounded by security where oh, wow. they would actually take me and this, you know, um, escort me into a limo, a waiting limo, and drive to a hotel. And then that's where I would go into the hotel yeah. and change and then come up, come back out as Mark. Gotcha, and gotcha. then they will put her uh, in another limo somewhere else. Gotcha. And then she would escort it. So if 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 she had a stalker, which she did, had um, you know, on a, on many occasions, yeah. they will follow me as opposed to following her. Wow, that's that's crazy. But uh, and even when I was hired as a decoy to do this, it was it was never where I was actually in her presence. Gotcha. gotcha. Um, I was hired by the by the um, agent. You see what I'm saying? She knew I was there, of course. Yeah. yeah. But basically, that's it. But we never. Um, really sat down and at a table and had dinner or drinks. Gotcha, gotcha, we never gotcha, did anything gotcha. like gotcha. of that. Gotcha. I think I think the closest that I got to actually say that I can have a drink in her company was at a promo that she was doing uh -huh. um i wasn't sitting at our table i was sitting like maybe three tables away from her gotcha. but i was actually in the room with her um um you know having a cocktail while she was having hers gotcha. she knew that i was there she mm -hmm. waved at me mm -hmm. but basically that was it gotcha. 
got you, got you, got you. Yeah. Because the first time I saw yeah. you on stage with um, Patti LaBelle was, I think it was the music festival. Amber Middle? Oh, yeah. No, yeah, there's a major story behind that one. Yeah. <laughs> you wasn't supposed to be there, were you? There was a major, major, major story behind that one. Oh, you can tell. You can spill it here. Okay, tell us. Tell us. Tell us. Well, um, the thing was is that, as you know, mm -hmm. um, I believe uh, uh, our former, uh, well, let me say this. I believe the Dr. Ewitt Brown was the tourism minister at that time, I believe. Yes, he was. Um, I, um, you know, I don't think he was the premier. I think he was the tourism minister. And um, long story short, um, when Palibao was coming here to be a part of the music festival, mm -hmm. um, I had sent a press release uh, to you at Braun and letting him know that I was a Bermuda, a Bermuda born Bermudian yes. and that I was a Palibao lookalike yes. and that I was an impersonator. Yes. Um, and I sent him my full bio. I even sent him a videotape of me performing as Palibao. Okay. Um, I I never told him my secret weapon. Mm -hmm. I um I'll tell you that in a minute. Okay. Um, and what I did was I sent him this bio. I sent him a bio informing him that it's always been my dream to perform with Pat LaBelle as an impersonator in my country. Yeah. I even gave him the concept of what, what they can do. I said it would be nice because Bermuda's never seen this where as an impersonator, when Pat LaBelle comes on, she could start the show. I could come out first as the impersonator. Everyone would think that I'm her, and then they will realize that I'm not her until she actually comes out. Yeah, that, that would have been cool. And embrace and that stuff like that. Cool. That would be very cool. Well, um, I don't have to tell you. Um, um, he um, didn't say yes, and he okay. didn't say no. Yes. He then referred me to um, Glenn Blakeney. Okay. Um, he said that he was the one that was in charge of all the local entertainers. Gotcha. And of course, I did the same thing to him. I sent everything to him. Yes. And of course, long story short, I never got a, a response, which I knew that that would happen. Gotcha. There was two things that they did not know, that they did not know. Uh -huh. And this is where my ammunition came in. Mm -hmm. The first thing is, is that before I even sent um, the request, mm -hmm. I had already purchased a front row ticket yes. um, for the show. Yes, yes. Um, I had already had a front row seat for the show. Yes. The second thing is, I never told them that she knew me. Mm. Never told them. That was my <laughs> other secret. Back, that I never told them that Patty LaBelle does. Okay. So anyway, um, the concert comes. Uh -huh. Now, I was in two dilemmas at that time. Um, because as an impersonator, and of course, as a Bermudian, um, and of course, 
being home at that time, I wanted to be even more on point. There was a lot going on with Pat LaBelle at that time because she was doing all of these major, major concerts, major, major shows at that time. And she was, um, you know, going and doing all of these uh, different hairstyles. Shit. So she was working my nerves because <laughs> um, I wanted to make sure that I had the right hairstyle on this particular night. Gotcha. The same hairstyle that she was going to wear. Gotcha. Or hair. So we were looking at all of the events that, that she was doing. And what we just, we realized that even though she was doing like maybe let's just say six or seven hairstyles. Yes. That we realized that there was really three that she was doing a lot. Gotcha. So what we decided to do was create four looks just in case. Gotcha. Now, we, what we had to do was also, because the way how it wasn't a theater, so it wasn't like we can go into the bathroom and create these looks. Gotcha. And because it was outside and, and all of this, and you know how Dockyard is, yes. I knew that there was nowhere for us to go to create a look if in the event that she came out looking one way. So we had to have everything on point. Okay. So what we decided to do was um, there was one hairstyle that because um, we had to look at the hardest one. Yes. And we had to say, okay, well, this is what we'll do. It was easy to cover up the hardest one oh. as opposed to on the easy ones and then creating the hardest one. Gotcha. So what we decided to do was create the hardest one. Yes. And that's the look that I had. That was the look that I had. Okay. And this particular night, um, I don't know if you remember, uh, Pally Bell was doing this, this ponytail look. Yes, I do remember. And... She had the ponytail. Well, she, she was doing this ponytail look. Now, the thing is, with the ponytail look, it was sort of challenging for me because Pelle Bell had, has a sort of like a huge forehead. So what I had to do is, when you look at my hair here, uh -huh. my scalp, what I had to do in order to create the look and be more on point and bring it to the perfection, yes. I had to shave. Oh, wow. I had to shave all of my hair. Here, and I had to bring it back a bit uh -huh. so you could see more of my scalp. Okay. You see what I'm saying? Okay. And then I created the then we created the ponytail from the back of my head, and that's where we had the ponytail. Okay. So we had here that actually started from the from from way back here uh -huh. to go into the ponytail. So okay. that way you could see my forehead yeah. and give the illusion of Pat LaBelle. And of course, what we did, of course, we just covered that with makeup. Wow. Then we had the other three hair pieces. Um, so I had this huge um, um, pocketbook uh -huh. and my girlfriend had, had another huge pocketbook. Uh -huh. And what we did was the other hair pieces, 
um, there was one that could only go in her bag because we couldn't mess it up. Mm. That was the second hardest one. Okay. And then the two easy ones uh -huh. we had in my pocketbook. Okay. So if in the event that she came out with a different hairstyle, yeah. we had the hair pieces already set in our bags and we could do the work right in the chair of wherever I was sitting. Oh, wow. Some people might might have been a little unhappy about it, whoever was was sitting uh, in back of me or whatever, but I really didn't care. I had to do what I had to do. Because remember, there was no bathrooms. Um, we would have had to get up and walk maybe in the back of the building. Yes. And you see how far that walk was. Yeah, that would have been. And it was, just, it was just impossible to do. So anyway, anyway, we were nervous. Keeping in mind, we had to hear spray. Um, I had the hairspray in my bra <laughs> because we couldn't afford we couldn't afford to have the hairspray in the bag because uh. we couldn't afford for any leakage or anything to happen. So I had the hairspray okay. uh, in my bra. Okay. My girlfriend had the um, had other things in her bra. Uh. Um, you know, in order to. You know, we needed our pieces. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, uh, now it comes where Pelle Bell, and of course, you know, when I was walking in, I remember we caught the ferry up from town mm -hmm. into Dockyard, and I remember um, getting to where we had to go through security. And I won't call their names, but I remember a certain individual who was a part of um, security, and he was part of the police force, uh, when I got there, they everybody sort of gagged, you know, that, oh, you know, because they were in shock. They just wasn't ready for me. <laughs> and, and everybody was looking around like, oh, my dear, like, um, should we really allow this to happen? And I, I was just ready for whatever. Uh -huh. I was ready for whatever. Yeah. My friend was a little nervous because she was like, you know, she's not, she wasn't from Bermuda, but I was from Bermuda. Okay. And, and, um, at that time, what she did, um, what she knew and what I, I had every number to the press. I had every number to Zeppi AM. I had every number to, um, Bermuda Sun, the Mid Ocean News, Royal Gazette. Yes. And I had key numbers to all journalists. And reporters. Yes. So in case something went on, I was on, I was going to be on the phone with somebody to let them know what was happening. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, um, and and of course they didn't know that. <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, hesitant, they were hesitant, and they uh, you know, allowed me. They took my, they looked at my ticket. They said okay, and they escorted me to my seat with. Huge reservations. <laughs> now, this particular night, if you remember, uh -huh. um, as I mentioned, I had a front row seat. Yes. My front row seat was no longer a front row seat. And what I mean by that is, if you remember this particular night or day, remember, but the tide was extra low this night. Yes, it was. Yes, it the was. The tide was extra yes, low was this actually, night. Yes, it was. Extra, extra low. So they realize now they can add additional rows in front of the front seats. Done on the slip. Yes. 
And what they did was they added, I believe, I think it was, I'm not sure if it was six additional rows or eight additional rows, mm. but it was somewhere like that. Mm. And they were able to sell more seats gotcha. for people to sit on the slip. And, and that came on the, on, on the 11th hour where mm -hmm. they um, were allowing people to sit. Okay. So now I'm like six, eight rows from the front seat. <laughs> so my friend looks at me and she says, well, I thought you said you were sitting in the front seat. I said, oh, as you see what's happened. Yeah. So I really wasn't concerned about it. I just said, well, don't worry, honey. You know me and my magic. I will do it. <laughs> anyway, I had this huge, big uh, bouquet of flowers, huge, big bouquet of flowers. And I ran in, I had the flowers. Pelibel came out, and of course, she's on the stage and whatever. Yes. Then she came out, I looked at my girlfriend, my girlfriend looked at me, and we did a high five because the first thing of our challenges was, was done. The hair. Pelibel came out with the exact same hair that <laughs> I had on. <laughs> and that was the hardest one that I, we had to create. Gotcha. So I was happy about that. So I looked at my, I said, all right, now I've got the hairstyle. I was feeling beautiful now because now she's wearing the ponytail <laughs> and I'm wearing the ponytail and I knew I was going to look dead on. Yes. Anyway, um, so that was covered. It got to a point in the show. And of course, I go to Pelabal concerts a lot. I knew exactly when to hold up the flowers. Mm. There's a there's a specific time in the show where Pelle Bell sort of mellows out. Yes, and of course I knew the exact time and um when I can hold up the flowers. Okay, you must remember, um, and most people don't realize this who are not entertainers. When you're standing on stage, a lot of times all you can see is visual. Yes, the lights are all in her face. Yes. She could just see things happening. Yes. So I held up the flowers. As I held up the flowers, she recognized the flowers. Mm. And what she did was, even though she was talking and singing and doing whatever, she pointed at me. She pointed at me. Yes. And she acknowledged that she sees me. Mm -hmm. And when mm -hmm. she did that with her finger, she went like this. Gotcha. That's let me know. That she sees me and she's inviting me up on the stage yes. to bring the flowers. Yes. I stand up to go and to start taking her the flowers. Uh -huh. As I got out onto the aisle, uh -huh. security about, I want to say about maybe eight guys, yes. rushes me. Oh, boy. They all say to me, oh, no, you can't go up there and... And um, you're not allowed to go up there and, and all of this. Oh. Glenn, let uh, me tell you, yeah. I've been a Pelibel fan for a long time. Yes, you have. I did not get upset about it. I wasn't worried about it because I knew what was about to happen. Yes. They just didn't know it. Yes. And as I, they were like, oh, we'll take the flowers and give it to them. Pelabal saw what was happening. 
Patty Bell says, oh, no, 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 no. Leave that. Catch the word, dog. Yeah. Leave that lady alone. Yes. She bought me the flowers. Yes. She is bringing the flowers to me. Yes, because no, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. I was on the sideline. I wasn't watching. Because, you know, in the media, the guy's taking pictures. And keeping in mind, and keeping in mind, I'm hearing Payla Bow saying, Leave that lady alone. I'm like, What is going on? Yes, oh, yes. And this is where the shady part comes in. Uh The shady part is, of course, Bermudians knowing that I'm not a lady. Everybody was laughing at me, everybody was making comments and whatever. I really didn't care about that. Yes, keeping in mind, Payla Bow could just see the flowers and a lady. Yes. It wasn't until when I got up closer, um, she said to me, she says, now, I don't know how you're going to get up here, but if you want to give me those flowers, you're going to have to find your way up here. Keeping in mind, it was uh, um, the stage stage things. I can't even remember the name of it right now. But anyway, I had to climb up these things. Yes. I held up my dress. I climbed it. Uh And it was a little challenging. Yeah. But I was able to get up on the first level. I wasn't able to get directly up on the stage. Yeah, you did. Because it was a first level. Yes. It wasn't until once I got up on the level, even though Pelly Bell could see me, she still did not realize that it was me. Gotcha. Before I looked up to her, I positioned myself. I had to make sure that my dress wasn't hitched in. My heel wasn't dra- hitched in the dress. <laughs> I had to make sure that I was okay. You I had, had to, to look make presentable. sure that I was comfortable. Yeah, to look presentable. You know, and presentable you, for her. <laughs> yes. So once I felt that I was okay, once uh-huh. I positioned, made sure the flowers was okay yes. and not messed up completely, Yes. I went to the center of the stage and that's when I slowly looked up at her. Uh-huh. It wasn't until once I looked up at her and our eyes were dead locked, locked on me, uh-huh. that's when she gagged at me uh-huh. and she was like, she took the mic and she put it behind her back and she was like, Sybil, <laughs> is that you? And I was like, Yes, Patty, it's me. And she was like, Sybil, what are you doing here? And I was like, well, Patty, I told you that I'm from Bermuda. How many times have I told you, girl, that I am from Bermuda? (laughs) This is where I'm from. This is my home. My mother is here and my father is here. This is where I'm from. Yes, yes, yes. And if you remember, she came back on the mic and she said, oh, my God, Sybil. And she said, you know, she must have said to the audience, she says, you all know Sybil? And everybody was like, yes. And she was like, really? You all know Sybil? And she was like, and everybody was like, yes. And she says, oh, my goodness, Sybil, what are you doing here? <laughs> and then she said um, something about, I never believed her. I never <laughs> believed that Sybil was from Bermuda. Got you. So in the meantime, she took her mic away again, and we were talking, we interacted for like, I would say, 10, 15 seconds. And at that moment, that's when I said to her, I said, now, Patty, you need to tell them everything. You need to tell them to respect me. You need to tell them to respect the gay community. You need to tell them that we as the gay community is a part of this community and humanity. Gotcha. And that's when Patty Bell went on to say what she had to say. 
Gotcha. And people that, if you remember, that's when everybody gagged yeah. when they realized yeah. that I knew Patty LaBelle and that Patty LaBelle knew me. Oh, yeah. Um, at that time, I still had my back turned to the audience. Yes. Um, and um, and then that's when she said, okay, Patty LaBelle, I mean, I'm on Sybil. Turn around and show your dress. She says, you know, and that's when she was talking about, you know, Sybil likes to wear my drag and showing up in, you know, dresses that I, you know, worn and, and have worn and whatever the case is. And that's when she told me to turn around. Now, for the first time, as you know, that's when I turned around slowly. Uh -huh. And I don't know if you remember correctly. As I turned around, I turned around with my hair down. Because I didn't want people to see right away. I just wanted to position myself so I can get in my pedal mood. Gotcha. Remember, I had already given her the flowers. So yes. now I'm free yes. with my hands. Yes. So as I turn around and I position myself, that's when I looked up, slowly looked up, and I did a pedal mood. And I positioned myself where I knew that I could look just like Pat LaBelle. And that's when I did. And the whole audience went, whoa. <laughs> because now they, they're not just seeing Pat LaBelle, they're now seeing an impersonator yes. for the very first time yes. that looks just like Pat LaBelle. And that's something that our country, Bermudians, had never seen before. That is true. That is true. And I remember... And I remember looking up at the VIP box where um, Hewitt Brown was yes. and Glenn Blakeney. Mm -hmm. And I I, um, <laughs> I said some words that I can't say uh, right now. But <laughs> if you can imagine what I was feeling, you can imagine what I, I had said. I understand. And I basically said, um, um, you know, I'm here. And I got what I wanted um, without your blessings, gotcha, you know. Gotcha, gotcha. And I got it. I got it from the horse's mouth. Yeah. 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 And that was the best revenge. That was the best Swedish revenge. And that was the best performance ever because even though that I didn't get to perform with her in my country, I got her acknowledgement. And I was satisfied by that. You got the stamp of approval. Yes, you did. Thank you very much. Well done. Well done. Thank you very much. Well done. <laughs> now talking about performance. Yes. Now talking about performances here in Bermuda. When was your very first show here in Bermuda? Oh, my very first show in Bermuda was um, ooh, um was in well. You mean that I did or that yes, I yes, one, a show a show that you that you did, one that you um promoted rather produced produced you know, boom. Well, the very first show that I had done mm -hmm. that I end up producing myself, mm -hmm. ooh, I believe it was. Ooh, I believe it was. I want to say. Um. Oh dear, I want to say nineteen ninety six. Wow. Okay. 
1996. Mm -hmm. And the reason why I hesitated for a while, mm -hmm. uh, because there were shows that I was involved in okay. even before that, okay. but I was the one that didn't produce it. Who who put on shows before that? Oh. Well, the shows before my day, um, you're going back when Doctors of Devonshire, it was called the Committee of Five. It was okay. um, Doctors of De Devonshire, mm -hmm. Um, um, Gilda, um, I'm saying the drag names, yes, um, yeah. there was Gilda, there was, um, Miss World, mm -hmm. um, there was, uh, Miss, um, Miss Redbird, there was Miss Princess Charisma. Yes. And, um, and, 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 and they, and there was a group and they called themselves the Committee of Five gotcha. and they were doing their shows. Uh, way back in the in the seventies, uh, I'm sorry, in the sixties, seventies, and eighties, uh, and I believe um, the last show, um, I believe, was in 1986 or 87, gotcha. somewhere in that area. Gotcha. gotcha. And then after that, um, the next show was in 1991, gotcha. and it was. The committee of three. I was a part of that group, okay. and it was myself, mm -hmm. um, and this other Bermudian guy. I don't want to call his name, but his yeah. name is known as Connie, Connie Maybelline Vanderbilt. Okay. And um, <laughs> and then there was another guy that I can't say, yeah. and um, his name was David Burgess. Okay. Um, and, and we were called the committee of three. Gotcha. And we did the not necessarily Ms. Bermuda Beauty Pageant in 1991, 1992, 1993, 1994. And I believe after that, that's when I did my own show in 1996, I believe it was. Now, back then in the 90s, you guys are doing your shows. What was the pushback from the public? How was the public's reaction? Well, um, I will say at that time, um, it was pretty much mainstream, um, pretty much accepted, believe it or not, um, okay. during the, the 90s. Mm -hmm. um, um, you know, there was some negativity, but not as much. Gotcha. I find. Mm -hmm. um, like I said, I did a show in 96. Then I believe after that, I don't think it was another show until I did my show at City Hall. Yeah, so it was like a, almost like a, I believe it was like an eight year gap gotcha. of no show. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, and of course, eight years is a long time. People forget. Yes. So, um, when I did my show in two thousand and four. Mm -hmm. That's when I started to see a little hostility. Mm. I understand why. Yeah. Um, but that's when I started to see it. And of course, I started to see more mm -hmm. um, parade. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I remember you was a parade of one. At the time. Yes. And that parade, yes. and that parade of one has now evolved into the gay parade here in Bermuda. Yes. Say that, right? and, and we see how many people came yes. for that, right? 
Well, yes, well, yes, well yes, yes, well yes. I mean, yes. I mean, you, um, you and as you know, where you? Ray, Sorry, good. With the, with, with the parade, with the May 24 parade. Uh -huh. Remember, I did that by myself, and yes. and I was banned from the parade, and I showed up. Yes, you know, and I did that for the entire country yeah. uh, of of Bermuda. Yes, you you yeah. have definitely. I walked for every for the gay for the okay. I'm getting correct now. LGBTQ community, you have definitely been at the forefront. Of that, correct? Thank you. The LG, the LGBTQ Q community. You have definitely at the forefront of that. Is that safe to say that you are the one of the uh, pioneers of that here in Bermuda? Is that correct? Yes, one of the pioneers, also one of the trailblazers. Yes. Okay. You know, um, I I carried a torch for a very long time by myself. Yes. Um, you know, because you had a great significant of people within the gay community today. Um, they, even though some of them were behind the scenes, a lot of them stayed behind the scenes. They didn't even feel comfortable coming out to even show their face. So while I was on the front lines, a lot of them, where um, behind the scenes, still hiding in the closet, per se. Gotcha. Because even though they were doing things, they were doing things behind the scene, you never, you, you never really saw their name, their true identity name, yes. their government issue name. They were always hiding behind a group gotcha. Gotcha. or a name or something. Gotcha, gotcha. But I was right there in their face. Not only they saw me, they knew my name. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yes. Gotcha. Wow. Yes. Cool. Very cool. Very cool, man. It yes. take, that's um a great takes a great deal of courage to step out in the public like that, and especially oh, in, yes. with the climate at that time. Yes. Um, yes. Even today, the climate is still a little bit rocky. Uh, so it takes. A, yes. So salute to you for that. Yeah. Thank you so much. I mean, sorry. Thank I, you so, I mean, so much. Some, somebody asked me the other day. Um, they asked me how I felt about the you know community, and I said, "Well, look, let me tell you something. It's hard enough being black, and to be yes. black and LGBTQ." At the same time, it's got to be extremely hard. Oh yes, it's definitely it's definitely hard, especially for the black community, because you know, as a black person, first we gotta we gotta strike against us because we're black. Yeah. Then if you're black and gay, you got another strike. Yeah. And of course, for me, because I do drag, that's a third strike. Um, and and so of course the the list can go on. Yeah. And this is why I tell people. That with you know with the black community in any part of the world, whereas you are openly gay, uh, what you know we, we have more strikes against us as opposed to people in the white community. Yeah, yeah, it's gotta be, it's gotta be rough, man. That's why. Oh yes, it's gotta be rough. Oh, yes, it's not, it's not easy. Yeah. Yeah. It's not easy at all. That's gotta be a rough one. Yes.
But listen, um, 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 Glenn, um, Glenn, um, I had to take a break for a minute. Okay, we we, we can wrap it. We we can wrap it up right now if you wish. Is up to okay. you. Okay. Um, yeah. Or 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 um, or if you wish, we could talk real briefly about your um event coming up. Okay. Um, want to talk about um, it real briefly and then wrap it up? Yeah, we we could talk about it real briefly. Um, okay. there's no date set. Okay. No date there's yet. really no date set. Okay. Um, what are you hoping for? What what are you hoping for with this event? Well, I'm hoping to see um what um uh you know men are interested in participating. Okay. Um, I haven't seen if anyone has responded yet because I've been a little busy gotcha. dealing with the other stuff that I'm doing. Gotcha. But right now I need to find out how many people are interested in participating. Okay. Okay. What, before what, I can set a date. And what is the name of the event again? Um, I believe it's called Not Necessarily the Ms. Bermuda Pageant. Not Necessarily Ms. So, Bermuda Pageant. Okay. Right. So I'm looking for individuals to represent each parish here in okay. Bermuda. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Very cool. Yes. Very cool. All right. Well, on that note, we will wrap this up because it has been yes. an hour. Believe it or not, it has been an hour. Yes. Um, thank you for coming on my show. I know you don't have to be on my show, but you did come on my show. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yes. Thank um, you so much. Um, as a pioneer, thank you so much. As a pioneer here in Bermuda, thank you very much for your courage and your bravery. Yes. Um, I will so always support whatever you're doing. Just like I came out saying, we yes. are the world the other night. <laughs> um, Thank you so much. Um, Thank you so much. Yes, um, yes. And whenever you need any photography done, let me know. All right? Okay, I will. All right. I will. Mark, thank you very thank much. Thank you so much. Ladies and gentlemen. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Mark Anderson, a.k.a. Sybil. That's it. Yes. That's where we're at. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to the Funky Tea Podcast.